everything we have to fear. The economic health of this nation has been... four essential economic freedoms. The excessive decline Three. in the dollar. It's a late rally on Wall Street. Too big to fail. Growing the economy. Growing the economy. It's amazing what's been going on with the economy. Welcome. Welcome. This is Money Talks. Money Talks. Good morning. What up, fam? You're listening to Money Talks, Atlanta's longest-running, most respected money show on radio. I'm Troy Harmon here with Jarrett McKenzie and K.C. Smith. And uh, fall is in the air, finally, right. guys. It's about to be, yeah. about to be in the. It's about winter's about to be in the. <laughs> we skipped right over fall. Uh, yeah. Maybe we did. I don't by know. By the time this thing airs, it's uh, what probably twenty, thirty degrees outside. Yeah. Well, how long I mean, is this cold know. front going to hang around? Yeah. Well, let's hope for a while. I, you know, it's real easy when you're this close to it. You know, just a couple of months ago, we were in the nineties. I took a trip in early September over uh, the week of uh, Labor Day. And uh, it was 37 degrees up there. I got back to my house at 95 degrees. Wow. I, well, you were almost at the North Pole, I think, weren't you? Well, I mean, <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I'd rather be at the North Pole when it's 95 <laughs> degrees at my house. Yeah, summer hung around for quite a while this year. Yeah. It's well. Cooler weather's nice. I'll uh, I'll take it. That's all I'm saying. I, I can always put on a jacket if it gets too cold. Build a fire. Do something. You know, it's... Uh, how do you get away from the heat in the middle of summer in Georgia? And I've lived here all my life. Well, most of my life. I did live in North Dakota for a while, so, you know. Yeah. So you're jaded. Yeah, but only, you know, this was not my formative years. I I remember living in Georgia when uh, none of the kids wore shoes, and we walked mm-hmm. around in the parking lot barefoot. And walked uphill to school both ways. No, no, no. <laughs> <Both ways>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. It wasn't like that. Anyway. All right, so uh, Jarrett and Casey, both you guys are uh, financial planners in the, uh, the the true sense of the word. You guys make financial plans for clients, but you also help implement them. You're in the uh, planning and implementation departments. Not that I need to tell you. Uh, That's right. Of uh, Hensler Financial, and um, hopefully we'll get around to answering some financial questions in a little bit. But uh, before we get too deep into it, let's talk a little about what's going on with the market. We're up one percent over the past week uh had a a big event in the middle of it something that we actually all expected uh <clears throat> we got an interest rate cut so uh the uh, the fed moved our interest rate the overnight lending rate uh for the banks uh cut 25 more basis points off of it 0.25 percent uh what's our target now 150 to 175 yep. uh, prior it was 175 to two percent um so uh I mean, we see markets move up slightly, but again, it was expected. So yeah, all usually, that was baked in. It would have been more uh, of a shock to the market if they didn't do anything, right? Absolutely, yeah, and we'd have probably seen a pretty significant sell-off, but oh, we did. Yeah. Um, Here's the thing, Troy. Though you you've seen, I mean, GDP growth was reported, wasn't it? So yeah, um, it was at, a little better than expected. Better than expected, 1.9 percent. I yeah, think they're we, expecting we, 1.6. That's correct. And uh, so, how do you reconcile GDP growing more than expected and still cutting interest rates? I don't know. I throw in throw in the other piece. The S&P 500 is near its all-time high. Right. I mean, these things are all. Uh, they don't seem to fit together, but you know the Fed is watching. They they do kind of what I like to 
tell people I do, uh, we're forward-looking. We look out and see what we think is coming. So uh, what winds up happening is these guys uh, use inflation as, as one of the indicators of growth. Uh, when you see inflation muted, it's generally a sign that we don't have too much growth. Um, so what the Fed did do this time, though, is start using language that uh, would lead the market to believe that this could be the last cut for a while. I looked uh, shortly after the rate cut on the very day that it happened, um, which was Wednesday, and um, I, uh, I noticed that we don't get over 50% probability of a rate cut again until June of next year. Okay. So uh, it does look like the market has taken taken heed of, of their warnings. And it, even then, it was like 52, 53% probability of another rate cut before June or by June. So, uh, you know, maybe maybe we've seen the last of that for a while. Um, well, what's that doing to the yield curve? I mean, we talked a little well, bit earlier this week about the yield curve is starting to normalize a bit. It is, really. Uh, so I've talked for months now about the fact that the yield curve looked like a Nike swoosh, meaning that... Uh, Everything from about one month out to uh, one year on the Treasury curve was higher than the two, three, five, and seven-year yields on the Treasury. So you had a high point, it fell hard, you know, down to the two-year, and then it came back up. And by the 10-year, you know, we had uh, the the um, even the one month was or the one year rather was a little bit higher than the 10 year but uh, even that has normalized so the the short end of the yield curve meaning everything in maturities from basically a day to to uh, a year has fallen now and the yield curve is upward sloping as we would normally expect it to look well, that's got to be good news right because the inverted well, yield curve uh, means recessions coming right yeah but here's the thing uh, it always it, <laughs> <laughs> it always actually corrects itself before you see uh, that recession. So you know it doesn't erase the fact that we did have even the classical you know inversion in the yield curve a few months ago. Um, even though it lasted just for a few days, uh, I believe that uh, that that's what the Fed is fearing, and that's. You know, truly to answer your question is the Fed knows that expectations are high, that we could see a recession coming soon. And I think, you know, there there's folks out there that put probabilities on that. Um, you showed me a chart a few days ago that showed the yield curve in uh, 07, I guess. And, and the right. last time we had the inversion was at, at right around that time. Yeah, and 06, then, like mid-06. Okay, mid-06. And yeah. then it kind of corrected itself by around May of 07. Right? That's correct. And then we had the top of the market October Ninth. 2007. October yeah, 9th, October 9th of 07 was the previous market top before our previous recession, the right. Great Recession we come to call it, or the financial crisis of 07 and 08 and 09. So there's about five months between the yield curve normalizing again and the top of the market. That was the experience historically. Yeah, that's that's what we saw last time. Doesn't mean that we'll repeat that precisely, um, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if the market did continue to rise uh, for a little while. But I also wouldn't be surprised if we did start seeing, you know, things deteriorate a little bit now. Uh, you know, just anecdotally, I know some of the companies locally um, have started talking about construction slowing down a bit. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, and what truly is holding things together, and, and uh, we did get a little bit of news on this this week, is 
uh, it seems like um, the consumer is is the big plus. Now, uh, coming up through the last few years, employment situation was the was the piece that seemed to hold everything together, uh, and and that seems to continue. Now, uh, you know, we we uh, are looking at numbers. Um, I know the expectation for Friday's employment situation was. 85,000 jobs added. You got to have 127,000 jobs added in order to keep up with population growth. Right. Um, and and at uh, you know previous in previous months we've seen it best that 127, but it has started slowing. We uh, uh, the only thing that changed to the positive was uh, the unemployment rate in, in previous times where it was at 3.7 for a long time, then it popped to 3.5. So even tighter labor market um we got uh news on um personal income uh this week that shows uh, u.s income growth remained relatively steady nominal personal income rose 0.3 percent in september uh just a little bit lighter than the august 0.5 percent growth um i think you annualize that and you come out somewhere around three percent or so uh which is faster uh personal income growth than inflation yeah so people feel feel uh relatively wealthier if you will you know they've got prices not rising as fast as their income but the and only consumer reason sentiment is continuing to rise i mean it's at the highest level since july rising from 95 to 95.5 from 93.2 right uh, in september so right that's good news at least from a consumer standpoint and the fact that our economy is largely consumer driven you would think that would absolutely be a big driver for this continued growth right yeah, yeah. absolutely it is. yeah i uh, i mean here's the thing we'll we'll never see in fact i i'm amazed to see uh unemployment as low as it is right now um but uh you know you're never going to see it go to zero so it uh you know the the 3 Middle 3% uh, seems really low to me, Um, and one of the things that we watch is uh, uh, jobless claims, continuing claims. We got a number. That's a weekly thing. Um, You know, we did see a little bit of an increase over the past week, but it still remains very, uh, very low relative to historical numbers. So as long as the consumer stays together and... um, Wages rise faster than inflation. You're, I think, you're going to see, you know, continued growth in, uh, in the the markets as we know it. So, uh, anyway, let's uh, take a real quick break. When we come back, we'll talk about a dog of the week. Thanks for listening to Money Talks. All material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decisions and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified professional, such as a tax consultant, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. 
Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.